Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. Um, this episode, what we're going to do is something a little bit different. I'm going to call it um, the XY Files, which is, uh, of course, X is the new name that uh, Twitter is using, and um, Y is for of, uh, YouTube. So I'm going to call it uh, XY Files. So I'm going to show you some videos on uh, from YouTube, and I'm going to show uh, some on Twitter. So before I get started, um, just wanted to throw out a couple of links here just uh, of things that I use here on my podcast. My, uh, my Rode mic, um, it's awesome little microphone. It's great. I've got several of them. I bought several of them for my podcast, and uh, they work great. Sound great. Um, plug and play XLRs. Just, you know, plug them into your soundboard, whatever you got going on, and... Um, Make a few adjustments, and you are good to go. Really slick. I'm going to put a link in the description below and uh, take you right to it. And um, I got this one from Amazon. And I got my Brio Logitech camera from Amazon as well. I'll put the link in the description below. Fantastic little camera, um, just like the Logitech uh, C922s. Um, they're great cameras as well. Um, I just got this one, just try something different, but I also have the, the C922s. Uh, 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 I have a 920 as well. I use that for for uh, other purposes, but I use the, the C922 and the Brio. Um, anyway, like I said, description below. All right, so let's get going. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone that's uh, subscribed to my channel. Much appreciated. Um, Want to subscribe to the channel? Um, just ring the little bell right there. Ding, ding, ding. And uh, you'll be notified when I upload new um, videos. You'll be notified immediately. So subscribe, like, and share. Much appreciated. All right, let's get into it. So last week, there was um, a hearing for Hunter Biden on whether or not about whether he should be held in contempt because he was served a subpoena to appear. And uh, Hunter took it upon himself, of course, to uh, to not appear. He uh, pulled us some shenanigans. I covered this in a podcast before. He uh, was across the road at, in front of the Senate building, and he was, uh, you know, doing a little, you know, just a little media scrum thing, and then he left. He didn't answer any questions. So the other day they were holding a hearing about his contempt of uh, Congress, and he shows up. And of course, crazy stuff occurs. But uh, they were having this hearing, and one of the um, one of the ladies the that uh, was going to start asking questions her name is Nancy. Uh, sorry, Nancy Mace, and uh, it gets a little crazy. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and play the. Play the video and uh, listen up. We, we uh, would have expired. We would have loved that. Do any other point. members wish to be heard? Mr. Chair recognizes Ms. Mace from South Carolina. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. 
Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... M Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman, if the gentle lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Because you keep interrupting me. I'll interrupt the chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. I think that that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law on, come on. and the premise come that on. the law applies equally to everyone, no matter what your last Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Point uh, of order. It doesn't matter who you are. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Biggs over here. Donald Trump Jr. Biggs over here. Uh, state your point, Mr. Biggs. This was just the other day, January the 10th, a couple days ago, and uh, things got crazy real fast. But uh, there's Hunter sitting in the audience. Uh, making a mockery of the system, if you ask me. I covered this on a podcast a couple of podcasts ago in regards to uh, Lady Justice and having everything equal and how uh, a gentleman by the name of Steve Bannon um, was subpoenaed, and he refused, and they gave him four months in jail because he did not show. And they voted on it, and uh, they arrested him, and off he went. But for some reason, they don't do it for this guy. They don't do it for Hunter Biden. It's two sets of rules in the states. It's kind of bizarre. I'm surprised that the American people don't stand up and uh, are heard. It's just bizarre. But uh, anyway, so that's the one with uh, Nancy Mace. I'm going to show you another one, and this is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. If you've never heard of Marjorie, um, this is Marjorie. Let's call. She uh, has a few things to say in regards to. Uh, What's going on with Hunter? Well, let's see where this goes. What it is. And with that, Mr. Chairman, I yield my time back to the chair. Four seconds. Four, Four seconds. seconds. Three, two. All right. Time's expired. Mr. Chairman, I, I ask unanimous consent to enter information for the record. What's the information? I hope it I the information. Thank you. I reserve the right to object. The minority has not provided a copy of the material. For the record, in the past, she's displayed pornography. Is pornography allowed to be, or pornographic photos allowed to be displayed in this committee room, Mr. Chairman? It's not pornography. Okay, well, you're the expert. I'll wrote I'm not an expert, Mr. Rasmus. Seems like it. Mr. Chairman, I object to the unanimous. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, all you need is one objection. We need decorum. We're gonna. I'm gonna let the lady stay, and then if you. Still, we'll go from there. Mr. Chairman, don't we have the opportunity to review the material before? I reclaim my time. I reclaim my time. Mr. Chair, I reclaim my time. I'd like to enter for the record an excerpt from uh, a bank statement. Hold on, there, there's a, bank, a bank statement that's public in regard to Hunter Biden and his bank account. In his payment, Mr. Chairman, I object to styrofoam board. It's not a document. order. Reclaiming order. Reclaiming order. We'll. Clearly, Democrats today don't want the truth to come out. Mr. Chairman, but this just means that I any like member will be able to record. add to their five minutes by putting on a display of... Mr. Plastic. Chairman, I'd like to enter for the record. I think all Mr. Chairman, members. from a, a, a bank report 
that shows Can we get some order here? Okay, okay. We'll Boy. Let's hold off that on this. There's quickly. several objections. I mean, that We're really got out of hand fast. Each other, and then it we'll jumped up we'll from there. But I understand. It did, didn't it? I think what you're saying is... <laughs> it's just bizarre. They're just going back and forth, eh? Just, and she's just going to actually put out some information in regards to uh, Hunter Biden stuff that was on his laptop. And it's public record. And the Democrats, for some reason, they just don't want uh, that information to go out. It's, it's, it's something to to watch. And uh, like I said, that just happened a couple of days ago. But uh, Hunter Biden was um, quite something when he stepped up and and uh, sat down and started listening. As soon as Marjorie Taylor Greene wanted to ask him questions, he got up and left right after that. Um, just a bizarre, bizarre behavior. But anyway, that happened a couple of days ago, like I said, and um, people call it white privilege or, um, you know, he's whatever you want to call it. But he does have a set of balls, just like Nancy Mesa said. Um, he has a set of balls for doing that, that's for sure. Because whew, anyone else in the States, if you got subpoenaed to Congress and you didn't go, you're going to jail. The DOJ is going to pick you up and take you to jail. Just the way it is. Anyway, listen, so back in Canada, let's go back in Canada. This just happened a couple of days ago. This video actually went viral. This video that went viral is um, a reporter uh, from Rebel News. His name is uh, David Menzies. And um, this is from Rebel News. This is a little clip from his own crew. And um, if you haven't seen this, uh, it's bizarre because what's going on with the policing in Canada is it's out of control. Um, I'm going to let you watch it, and then I'll just discuss it when it's over. Here we go. How come the IRDC is not a terrorist group? Why is your government supporting Islamo-Nazism? Now, David Menzies, asset officer, and how do you know he's an officer? He's playing closed. But first off, he bumped into David Menzies. I'll play it again for you and you can watch. He literally threw his body, threw his body into him. And then he turns around and he has an audacity to say, you're charged with assault. David Menzies asked him what his name and badge number was. He asked to tell him what his main name and badge number is, and he did not. David Menzies asked him about three or four times, and he did not do that. Now, David Menzies went on to say later that they literally just drove him in behind his school and opened up the car door, took his cuffs off, and kicked him out. Didn't even take him to the jail. Didn't even take him to, to the department and arrest him for assault. But that was ridiculous. And that thing went viral. It had like tens of millions of hits in like 12 hours. It was covered in the States. Um, it was covered uh, even by CBC in our own country, in Canada, which is, whew, which is bizarro. But this is a type of thing that really pisses people off when they see this. Is, uh, it's just not right. And people go, oh, it's David Menzies. He's not even a journalist. Well, he is a journalist. He works for Rebel News, and people might go, "Ah, oh, it's Rebel News." Rebel News asks tough questions, and that's what journalists should do. They should ask tough questions and let the people of Canada, or let people in North America, or the people of the world know 
what the heck's going on? And uh, a lot of these journalists, I don't think they ask tough questions. They just don't. But um, anyway, this is what happened to him then. A couple of years ago, when COVID was was going around, obviously, and um, Trudeau was telling all the Canadians, he was telling all the Canadians not not to have Christmas. And he was having a big dinner, $1,700 plate dinner. And David Menzies uh, showed up because he just wanted to ask him a question in regards, in regards to that. And I just want to, before I play that, I'm going to play what Christian Freeland, who he was going to ask a question about a terrorist organization in Canada that the United States has, has said is a terrorist terrorist organization. They are not a terrorist organization in Canada. But like I said, the states have put them on the terrorist list. In Canada, the Trudeau has not. Pierre Polyev has asked numerous times about it. And Trudeau, for some reason, does not put them on the list. They took a plane out. Um, 180 people, I think, were killed. 57 of them were Canadians. And he was David Menzies was going to ask her about that. So this is Christia Freeland in the response what to what transpired with David Menzies' arrest. So let's hear what uh, she has to say. Now listen to the question, real careful, and then listen to her response. Under security detail uh, arresting uh, David Menzies. So um, I want to start with she wastes a lot of time answering questions. If you ever see her at a, a, a hearing, people ask questions to her. She just runs out the clock. Steady runs out the clock. Listen to this. What was important about Monday? And what was important about Monday, January 8th, was that was the fourth anniversary of a date that I think forever needs to be marked and circled in black on the calendar of all Canadians. Uh, it was a tragedy for Canada. Uh, Canadians were criminally murdered. And I want to say to the families and loved ones of the people who were murdered that Canada remembers, Canada will not forget. And that's why I was in Richmond Hill, Marcy was there too, to show that this is a Canadian tragedy that Canada remembers and Canada will not forget. Um, on That's a minute and 10 seconds so far, and she has said jack shit about the question. The incident, um, as you guys know very well, Canada is a rule of law country. Canada is a democracy. Operational decisions about law enforcement are taken a democracy that closes people's bank accounts hmm, interesting by the police of jurisdiction quite appropriately political elected officials have no role in the taking of those decisions and that's why I don't have any further comment she has no comment on something that she was literally right there and involved in she has zero comment in that I just find that just bizarro that she doesn't even answer a simple question in regards to it. So anyways, here's another time I was just saying about the dinner with um, Trudeau, the $1,700 plate dinner. 
Here's David Menzies. He's on a sidewalk a couple years ago, a few years back when COVID was big here in Canada and around the world, obviously. And he's right on the sidewalk. And watch what happens to David as he's just waiting on the sidewalk. Just sitting on the, stand on the sidewalk, waiting for Trudeau to show up with his about eight or nine SUVs, you know, burning all kinds of fuel and putting carbon into the atmosphere and stuff. Check this out. He's just on the sidewalk with his cameraman there right now. But, like, I'm, I'm his driver. Like, you're, you're the driver for John Russell. He just starts having a little Ruffalo. bit of a okay. conversation okay. here with a lady on the side. You're the nice... You're not picking up Justin Trudeau yeah. because, right, it's too... He's going to speed along Dr. here. He's just having a little conversation with this lady. festive. You know what, you're... So... No, no, but I'm... I'm He's just on the sidewalk talking to a few people that happen to be walking by, having a great time. Hey, how are you? So once again, he's just just waiting. Oh, there's a couple of well now, like RCMPs there. Okay, that must be that. Got little earpieces in there. Here comes about uh, eight or nine SUVs coming down the road. There's David Menzies right there. Oh, no, camera. Ah, yeah, you'd like to see that. I wouldn't like to see that at all. <laughs> Use a lot of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> He's jovial, joking around with those guys. They're laughing. Oh, there's the. Hey, what are you doing? Get off me! Hey, hey, I can. Hey, this is assault. Move. I'm on a side. I'm on a sidewalk. There's two goons grabbing. Two police officers grabbing. Hey, what is this? You cannot touch me. No rushing order. There's another one. That's number three. Hey. Slamming Are you kidding? Brick, uh, wall. Are you kidding? I call you. What is this? You can't. Uh, am I under arrest? Nope. He's not under, under arrest. Not being detained. They're just holding him against the wall. Arrest? Because otherwise you have no right. <laughs> See, there's Trudeau arriving, and uh, now the guy pushes the camera the camera back a bit. Like, like, what kind of what kind of guys? They're still they're still pushing them against the wall. What kind of Canada do we live in when this when this occurs? When you can literally be just standing on a sidewalk with a camera or a phone or whatever, and you're basically assaulted by people that are supposed to be working for you. You're not working for them. Like I said in my last podcast about the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, if you look at the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, you will understand that he is fully within his right, just like any Canadian is fully within their right, to stand on a sidewalk and film in public and film whatever crosses your path. And without being accosted, without being assaulted by anyone, it's ridiculous. Stuff that goes on in the States as well as is in Canada, this, this system, this crazy system that we have is absolutely insane. So here's another thing about, about Canada. This was just, just released yesterday, talking about insane things that go on in Canada with laws. 
if people haven't seen this one, if people haven't seen this one yet, this is about um, it's about uh, porch pirates that come up onto your uh, stoop and, and steal the stuff that you've purchased. Stuff you've purchased with your hard-earned money from working every day and paying taxes on your income. You buy something that you want. And some thief, some low-life thief comes up and steals something that you purchased with money that you've earned. And this is what the police have to say about these porch pirates. You cannot post the images yourself because uh, uh, you have to remember that in Canada we have a presumption of innocence. And posting that picture could be a violation of private life. Instead, he says if anything is stolen, call 911. If you get some proof that somebody might have stolen something, then call the police, give the proof to the police, and then we'll do the investigation. We'll bring that person to justice and we'll file some charges. You cannot post. So think about this. He's just saying you cannot post pictures or videos of people that come on your property and steal your product or your items that you've purchased. You have to notify the police. You can't just post their picture because you're violating their rights to privacy. It's in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. So there's David Menzies sitting on the side, standing on the sidewalk, waiting to ask a question, and he did ask a question, and he was assaulted. Not once, twice. Kind of fucked up, isn't it? When you think of it. It, it, just, it just messed up. It doesn't make any sense, some of these rules and regulations that occur. Absolutely bizarre. But uh, I'm going to show you some stuff here on Twitter now. I'm just going to just go over a couple of things before I end the podcast. Um, just to give you an idea. Give you an idea of oh, what you uh, discussed about this one here. This was a... Uh, Canadian police warn that posting videos of alleged package thieves could be a violation of their privacy. Kind of bizarre. Welcome to Canada. It's just, it's just wild. So talking about David Menzies um, a minute ago. Um, here's, I believe, David Menzies. He's asking uh, just a couple hours ago, actually, on Twitter. Asking David Menzies a, uh, or sorry, David Menzies asking Pierre a question. David Menzies with Rebel News. Um, Mr. Polya, the Liberals use both a carrot and a stick to control journalists in Canada. The carrot is obviously government money, including massive payments to publishers and broadcasters. This corrupts their editorial independence. The stick is regulation, including censorship, banning reporters from press conferences, the CRA's journalism licensing regime, and the CT CRTC's new power to alter search engine algorithms. My question, sir, is this. Which of these carrots and sticks would you keep as Prime Minister, and which would you repeal? Thank you. We are going to repeal... C-11, the censorship law, which allows CRTC bureaucrats to secretly manipulate 
social media algorithms to promote certain information, demote other information, and censor certain things altogether. This is a form of censorship that exists nowhere in the democratic world. Um, Margaret Atwood actually said that this was creeping totalitarianism. This is Margaret Atwood, not a conservative, obviously not a conservative, but she's an artist, a true artist, who believes that freedom of expression and freedom of the press is necessary. We're going to stop arresting journalists. It's outrageous for the prime minister to have and his government uh, to have journalists arrested for ask merely for asking questions of ministers and uh, of public officials. Um, and we're going to make sure that the government uh, does not give to, use tax dollars to leverage news coverage in its favor. Right now, Justin Trudeau is censoring those that that he disagrees with and trying to buy off the rest. And that makes that undermines confidence among Canadians in the news media. So that's just a, when you look at a, a different picture, um, Christopher Freeling was asked basically the same kind of question about David Menzies' arrest and being a journalist and uh, what her thoughts were when the cops did that. And there's Pierre's uh, response uh, in same same question basically right and actually that was David Menzies that asked that question. Um, if anyone else is on, uh, oh, this is a great one here. It just popped up on Twitter. Um, this just goes to show you our media, how whacked our media is. Uh, they're just such in cahoots, I guess, with each other that uh, it's hard to believe unless you listen. Um, these are all different uh, news media outlets, and uh, listen to what they say. Dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely 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 dangerous to our democracy. So that goes on. It's almost over there. But that was about a minute of the media, all different media, saying the same thing about democracy being <laughs> a danger and immediate threat to the democracy and all the it's like bizarre what do you consider democracy leave your comments drop some comments below let me know what you think um what do you think democracy is uh, should the people decide who is going to be their leader who is going to be their president or prime minister or should we leave that up to other people in the country. Think about that. Because that's what's going on in the States. I believe that other people are having a say, which is election interference. Literally election interference. When, um, for instance, the judge won't even let Trump speak at his, at his hearing. I think he let him talk for a couple of minutes the other day. But uh, he didn't even let him go, go to his mother-in-law's funeral the other day because he had to show up for court. But just on and on and on. It's um, kind of bizarre. But that's weird. 
the democracy is very, very strange. Um, here's another one here of Christian Freeland. And this one here was by uh, True North, I believe. Um, yeah. And this is a question that was asked about um, immigration, I believe. So listen to the question and listen to how she answers this thing. Documents obtained by Canadian Press show your government was warned that housing construction had not kept up with population growth, largely because of Canada's immigration targets. Why did your government not heed that warning and lower immigration levels? Um, thank you for the question, Simon. Um, and let me say this. As a country, Canada is probably the country in the world which is the most welcoming of new Canadians, which is the most welcoming of immigrants. And as finance minister, I have to say that is a huge economic strength. Um, it is a real driver of our country's economic growth. And at a time when all of the industrialized countries in the world are facing huge demographic challenges. We are extremely fortunate as a country that we have the social capacity to welcome immigrants. You are quite right that... She spoke for about a minute and 10, 15 seconds and hasn't said shit again. You start to see how the the same theme with Christia Freeland is uh, coming out. Asked a question and doesn't answer. He's the Deputy Prime Minister of Canada. You'd think maybe, just maybe, she could answer a question and be straight with the Canadian people. If we want to be a country that welcomes new Canadians, and I strongly believe that's the right thing for all of us, we have to build more homes faster. And that's one of the reasons I'm here. Our government is totally committed to getting more homes built for Canadians. You have seen that unrelenting focus for weeks and weeks and weeks. Literally doesn't answer the question the guy was trying to, you know, the guy asked her. Ridiculous. Like, can't even answer a question. It's unbelievable. And she does this time and time again. Um, it's no good. It's not, it's not good to have a person that's in a position that she's in and she can't even answer a simple question. We are having a housing crisis in Canada. We have a housing crisis in Canada. But they keep bringing immigrants in. Yeah, I get it. We bring immigrants in. But we have people in our own country that can't even buy a home. We, they don't have a place to live. They're homeless. But you're going to bring more people in. That'd be like saying you have a three-bedroom home, but someone in your family says, well, I have 20 kids that want to live there. Just bring them in. Where are you going to put them all? You only have three rooms. Eh, bring them in anyway. Come on. That's the same situation that's going on in Canada. Just on a larger scale. There's no homes, there's no places, there's no room at the inn. But they just keep bringing people in. It doesn't make sense. It's not common sense. By all means, if 
we didn't have homelessness like we had, or we had people that uh, could afford homes and everyone had a home. Sure, bring people in for sure. Bring them in, and then hopefully we'll build them build them homes. You can't bring people in and say, "Where are you going to sleep? Oh, you're going to sleep on the streets? Oh, here's a tent for you. Let's go sleep on a tent." It's ridiculous. Common sense. Once again, this government doesn't have it. They just don't have it. It, it, it just boggles my mind once again when you uh, look at the bigger picture. But with immigration, when they do come into your country, Russia deals with it just a little bit different. And here's a little clip that's on Twitter that, I, that was on my Twitter feed here. And um, this is quite interesting. It says, do you know how Russia deals with migrants who commit crimes? They immediately deport them. So when this immigrant teen extinguishes the eternal flame at the monument at St. Petersburg before Christmas, the Russian interior ministry responded by making the decision to expel not only him, but their whole families. So these kids that were involved in this, they sent their whole families, not just them, back to where they were immigrated from. So, and this is what they did. This is, this is what these kids did. They snuffed out the eternal flame at one of their monuments. And, of course, they were caught, and the Russian minister sent not only them, but their whole families back to where they came, just like that. So, is that right, or is it wrong? Is it the right thing to do? Is it the wrong thing to do? What do you do when people break your laws when they come to your country? Um, now, we have laws. You, hear, you heard Christian Freeland just say about laws. We are a democracy and we have laws and people are supposed to abide by those laws. And one of the things in our Charter of Rights and Freedoms is to be able to peacefully protest. When you peacefully protest, like the truckers did, they did not uh, spew hate. Uh, that um, swastika was a plant. They did not ask for the extermination of uh, other human beings, and for that, they get trampled on and stomped on by horses, literally, and carted off to jail. And there are still people in Alberta that are in jail, no bail, still in jail. And it just does that doesn't make sense to me either. Like, it doesn't make sense how these people are still locked away in jail for protesting. Um, boggles my mind. And now we have protesters um, that are asking for the extermination of other humans, which is not a good thing. That is hate, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I always think to myself, if I went to someone else's country, would I have to abide by their rules? Would I have to abide by their laws? Oh, I would. Okay, just just double-checking, because that's the way it's supposed to be. If I went over to a uh, Arab nation and say I went to Dubai, and I think they have laws in Dubai for uh, public intoxication or something like that, you can get like a lot of jail time, or you can get expelled from there for doing that. And if I went and did that, knowing full well that I'm going to get thrown in jail, then I wouldn't do it. It's simple, right? So people that come to any country should do the same, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, anyway, that is today's podcast, everyone. That's my little rant at the end. Uh, I just want to say, once again, to thank everyone for 
uh, tuning into my uh, podcast, uh, subscribing, liking, sharing. It's much appreciated. Uh, I've sent my podcast to Rumble, so I can be found on Rumble. And I'm also on other social media, Twitter, obviously. Uh, I thought I'd try something different this this time, like I said. Uh, try to use a YouTube and, and Twitter, so X, XY um, podcast today. Do a little Twitter stuff, a little YouTube stuff, uh, just stuff that happened over the last few days. Um, yeah, just something different. Anyway, I don't know what I'm going to do for my next podcast, but uh, there's lots of stuff going on in the news cycle, and uh, there's always stuff to post. It'd be interesting to hear how you feel about what's going on in the world, uh, what's going on with Hunter Biden, what's going on here in Canada with the policing. Uh, one minute the police are, are you know, dropping off uh, coffee and donuts to... Uh, Hamas supporters, and then you know, next minute they're they're roughing up a reporter for asking a question, simple question about terrorists, and uh, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, anyway, that's just how I feel about that's just my my two cents and uh, just my opinion. Uh, let me know yours. Like I said, drop some comments below and. Uh, and we'll go from there. Like I said, thanks, a uh, thanks again a lot and again for uh, tuning into the Surge Effect. It's much appreciated. Uh, subscribe and like and ring the little bell so you're notified when I post new material. Until next time, everyone, have yourself a great day. Cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsshishirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.